The following program is brought to you by Norma Johansson Ministries. Today's broadcast is sponsored by Grace Fellowship Church, a church who cares and prays for people. Grace Fellowship offers support with ministries for children, young adults, and adult support in difficult times. Come grow with Grace Fellowship Ministries, located at Cinco Ranch Campus, 2655 South Mason Road, Katy, Texas, 77450. Give them a call today at 281-646-1903. Welcome to Overcome Heartbreak Because You Can with your host, Norma Johansson. Norma had no plans to write a book until God specifically called her to share God's healing power with anyone who has a broken heart. Overcome Heartbreak Because You Can starts now. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Thank you so much to our listeners for tuning in and joining me today. My name is Norma Johansson, author of the book, Overcome Heartbreak Because She Can. Today, we'll begin our study series of the book in Chapter 9, Maintaining a Boundary of Healing. We'll be talking about three kinds of boundaries and how I set them up for personal healing. I am blessed to have my good friend, Julia Guerra, with me today. Julia has read Chapter 9 and is here with us to share what helped her in her own healing. Julia, will you say hello to our listeners and tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes, of course. Hello, everybody. My name is Julia Guerra. I am from Houston. I have four grown children and six grandchildren. I am a medical esthetician and have my own business. Norma and I are in the choir at Lakewood Church and have become good friends. I have been a follower of Jesus Christ since 2005. Well, thank you so much, Julia, for joining us today. Before we get started, will you open up in prayer? Yes, Heavenly Father, we come humbly before you today, thanking you for another day of life and another day with our families. We ask you to guide us today as we continue with Norma Joe's study series. May every person receive your message. I pray for every person to receive your understanding, forgiveness, love, and peace, and healing through the words that are spoken today. We ask you to touch our hearts with your unconditional love and give us your blanket of your glorious peace. We give you all honor and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Congratulations to you, our listeners, for making it this far in our healing journey together. We're about to visit a vital part of our healing. For me, the time had come to disassociate and or remove some people from my life in order to protect my healing and remove all triggers. In the process of healing, it was important for me to put two critical things in place. The very first one was to put up a very strong boundary with the person who broke my heart. Unfortunately for me, I made this important realization of placing a new, stronger boundary when the divorce was final instead of in the beginning. But no regrets. You, our listeners, get the benefits of my painful discovery sooner than later. We all know that. But with everything going on with our crash and burn lives and broken heart to boot, the very last thing on our minds is boundaries. When I read this book about setting new boundaries, it opened up my eyes to an awareness. Even though I am in a blessed place in my life now, I'm still in healing mode. The book has made me aware of other areas in my life that still are in need of healing. I have grown kids and seven grandkids, so I just kept doing things the same way with my ex since I knew him very well. I never thought of guiding my healing. I see now the boundaries were important. Yes, unfortunately, boundaries is probably one of the most overlooked in the beginning of our broken hearts. Allow me to share this knowledge with you, our listeners. Let's talk about the security part of our healing. First, we'll talk about what a boundary is, and then we'll examine each of the three boundaries and their respective protocol. 
The dictionary defines the word boundary as a real line that marks the edge or limit of something. The first boundary is an inner intimacy boundary with a spouse or someone we have an intimate relationship with. These people in our inner boundary we trust completely with our heart, spirit, thoughts, feelings, and personal struggles. This personal and intimate boundary is to keep all private matters private and also to keep other people out of the marriage or relationship in word and deed. The second boundary is a boundary with trusted, close, and personal Christian family and friends who we trust and have in our life for love and support and to pray for us. These family and friends know personal things about us and help us when we're struggling. The third boundary is a boundary with casual, surface-level interactions with Christian family and friends whom we serve in church and who we have general knowledge of our marriage, personal life, and family life. Allow me to share my story of the inner boundary in my life. In the beginning of the marriage, we had set a solid foundation of trust and private intimacy, secured on the foundation of the Word of God. The 17-year run of the former marriage was safe and secure with a stronger inner boundary. The important boundary was in place to maintain the purity of the marriage and keep others out. After reading about the three boundaries, I can see for me personally that I had to reset the inner intimacy boundary with my ex-spouse of 28 years, who I trusted completely with my heart, feelings, and personal private stuff. Now that we are not married, I see how important it was to give him no access to my life. Exactly. In my life, I have always had boundaries in my personal life and in my work life. Let me share with you, our listeners, a quick story about my work life. Yes, trust me, this is part of the healing journey. Years ago, there was a high-rise building where I worked, and on the top floors were only accessible through a secured card and code. Because these floors contained the company's highly confidential documents, only specific higher-up people were given access. When company personnel were working on the project that required access to confidential information on this floor, security clearance and access was given for a specific time frame. Once the time frame or project was complete, then the security card and access code was disabled, void, and nullified. This was done in order to keep all the highly confidential information protected. No one was allowed high security access unless it was vital to the company's operational health. If anyone attempted to access this high security area after access had been disabled, a loud roaring alarm would go off, which could be heard throughout the entire building. The alarm would not stop roaring until the alarm was shut off by security. By now, you may be asking, what does this have to do with healing of my broken heart? Well, the answer to that is everything. Why? Like you, our listeners, when I was going through my healing journey, I was having huge trouble getting rid of strong thoughts, feelings, and emotions, and yes, love toward the person who broke my heart. Every time I received a text from this person, the words from the text seemed to go into my thought life, then into my heart, only to trigger a strong emotion of love, hurt, or both. Every time I received a phone call or a voicemail, the voice and the words seemed to have an even stronger effect on me, also triggering a strong emotion of either love or negativity and leaving me drained from the negative interaction. It was a daily struggle and a shaky roller coaster ride of strong thoughts and emotions. Yes, I totally get that part where you talk about triggers. For me, it was a struggle, sometimes of strong thoughts and hurtful emotions. So this shows me that boundaries are even more important to minimize and get rid of triggers. Yes, those triggers can set off all kinds of emotions, but I found that triggers do not necessarily mean that I was not healed. Allow me to share. 
One day as I sat at my computer, I had a sudden realization. This day I received a text. Then minutes later, a phone call from the person who broke my heart. The revelation was that communication between me and this person had continued as usual. It was just like the alarm in the building going off inside of me. Right then and there, I had a revelation that there was a security breach, so to speak. It dawned on me right then and there how unnecessary it was to continue conversing with the person. There was no need to have daily exchange of communication. This daily unnecessary communication, I found, was feeding the triggers. Remember the alarms in the office building where I used to work? The alarm would sound off roaring through the building if someone attempted to access the high security area. Well, that's exactly what was happening to me. An internal alarm was going off in my spirit. The sound was so loud that I felt so compelled to do something about it right then and there. As I pondered the question, what exactly would that be, I explored my options. Let's continue. I was alerted to the fact that the access to me in my heart, my thoughts, and my spirit was still in place. This boundary had not been reset after the abandonment or even after the divorce was finalized. After I realized what the leak was, so to speak, I took ownership of everything I had allowed to be brought into my world. This communication from the ex-spouse was coming to me because it was normal and felt comfortable after all those years. Suddenly, I realized it no longer had a place in my life. I had allowed access to me often with unnecessary texts and phone calls. These texts and phone calls were a distraction and an interruption and were detrimental for my healing process. My heart, spirit, and soul were vulnerable with this intrusion. I had left myself wide open to what I thought were harmless conversations and communications because they were familiar to me. Wow. Now this makes perfect sense. The inner boundary in the marriage relationship was still in place. Yes, at the time, I never really thought about the boundary or access to me. But now I do see the importance of having to reset boundaries before and after divorce. I'm learning so much here. In the beginning of my healing journey, like most people, I didn't give boundaries a second thought. I didn't think about boundaries at all. For me, the obvious thing to do now was to cut off all access to my heart, spirit, and thoughts. But what specifically did this entail for me personally? Most importantly, how would I do this in brotherly love as I'm required to walk in love at all times? Well, as you know, I'm a person of faith, so I asked my Heavenly Father how He wanted me to handle this. There was no immediate answer. Yet I knew right then and there I had to do a reassessment and redefine my inner intimacy boundary. Immediately, I googled the words boundary and covenant marriage on my Bible app. A covenant is a sacred agreement between me and God that cannot be broken or violated. The marriage was a covenant agreement with God, so I definitely wanted to know what God had to say about this. This is found for us in Jeremiah 5.22. Do you not fear me, says the Lord? Do you not tremble in all of my presence? For I have placed the sand as a boundary for the sea, an eternal decree and a perpetual barrier beyond which it cannot pass. Yes, it sounds like God uses boundaries even in his creation. The importance of having boundaries is shown here for us. This has given me an open door to use boundaries in my own personal life. Yes, God clearly shows us that too much of something such as the sea can be overpowering and intrusive for us. So God set the sand as a boundary. With this in mind, I truly believe God expects me and you too, our listeners, to guard our hearts, our spirits, and our souls. 
Armed with the word of God, I was ready to face and put a stop to the intrusion by resetting my inner intimacy boundary. Now that I was completely healed, I needed to reset a stronger boundary with the person who broke my heart. I love that God is a covenant God, which means to me that I can completely trust him to keep me safe and get me to the other side. I now have more faith in God in my life. He knows what's best for me. Words of wisdom from an author and leader in my church is this. Faith is not a one-way street. God's covenant with us requires him to be faithful to us as well. In my healing journey, I had to get hold and take inventory of my life. I went on a serious quest to take back access of my heart, spirit, thoughts, emotions, and everything concerning my personal life. The familiar and comfortable open communication had to stop immediately. I had to take a strong stand and motivate myself to be mindful and watchful as I began a new course of interaction. If I did not take a stand now, I knew without a shadow of a doubt that I would end up a victim in my own prison of codependency to this person. Or even worse, I might end up in a false commitment with loyalty to an inner boundary that no longer existed. Norma, you know, this is what most people like me did was forget to set boundaries. For me to to take back access of my heart and my personal life, the familiar and comfortable open communication had to stop and change to only talk about what matters, my grown kids and grandkids when necessary. Yes, definitely an eye-opener for me too. You bring up grown children and grandchildren. Yes, we do need to communicate about things concerning our children. Through the support of my pastor from pastoral care, I began my determination to set a new inner boundary. The new inner boundary was not well received by the person who broke my heart. It actually fueled more negativity, which did not help my healing, but did confirm the need for this new inner boundary. The next step was putting in place an ironclad boundary regarding texts and calls. This was the best decision I ever made and a starting point to getting my heart, my thoughts, and my life back. A few weeks into my new inner boundary, I discovered the peace that was a part of me long ago had returned, a peace I had known but had long forgotten because of all the chaos my crashed and burned life had created on top of my broken heart. What a delightful rediscovery of my personal internal peace. Suddenly there was a peace in which to process my thoughts to make better decisions about how to move forward. Yes, I can imagine a pushback for the new boundary. I totally get that. I love that the confirmation was a piece that returned to me too. I was no longer bombarded with unnecessary communication. Yes, as I clung to the newfound serenity in my life, I began to make plans for more distancing and severing all ties and connection from the person who broke my heart. Here's what I did personally. We've all heard that it takes 30 days to break a bad habit and 30 days to create a new habit in our lives. Psychologists talk about this. Universities have done studies. You can find tons of books about this subject. So knowing this, I decided to do a 30-day challenge for myself and cut off all communications, ties, and connections from this person. For 30 days, we had no communication whatsoever. During this time, my mind was free to think and my heart was free to breathe. The very act of shutting down all communications proved to be a healing step of serenity for me. There were a couple of times when I thought about opening access regarding a business issue. Right away, my internal alarm alerted me, and this thought came rushing to my mind. Think again, Norma. This is what I remembered hearing to myself. Seriously now, if we've decided in our hearts and minds that we will no longer have a relationship with a person or if we are officially divorced, then why continue to linger? 
There was no valid reason to allow this person personal access to any part of my heart, spirit, or personal life. Oh, this is so good. Our internal alarm is remembering that we set a boundary and not let ourselves drop our guard, especially when we know the other person so well. Yes, we can be so comfortable because we have known a person for so long and we may drop our guard. Here's a key that I've found. The person we knew for so long has changed and has also become, in a sense, an opposing person in our lives. Here's a fair warning. Our hearts will want to tell us otherwise. My heart sure did, and I ended up dropping my new boundary with the person who broke my heart a couple of times during this first 30-day challenge. Here's where I had to take up some boldness, some gumption, and stick to my guns and continue to enforce my new inner boundary for the sake of guarding my healing. For me, trust is valuable, and once broken, it is harder to earn back, especially when the trust is broken in an intimate relationship. I had no choice but to guard my healing, my heart, and my personal life. About the time of the 30-day challenge on my quest for healing, I was already reading the scriptures more. My quest for taking my power back was the first and foremost the focus of my life during this 30 days of quietness. And did it work, you may ask? The answer is yes, it did. Today, I am confident and secure in who I am, and my thought life is filled with so many positive possibilities from the Word of God. Remember how we talked about our thought life in Chapter 1? Well, we have pretty much tackled this to a large degree, reaffirming the 30-day challenge seals our thought life healing as well. I definitely gave some thought about the 30-day challenge. I wanted to leave my past behind along with the divorce and all its negative effects. Yes. After my initial 30-day challenge, I decided to do another one, which worked for me as a seal to sever all ties, connection, and unnecessary communications. This time around, after 60 days of exercising a strong new inner boundary, I found a fulfillment within me, a completion of what once was turbulence in my life. There were no real words to describe the benefit of the 60 days away from my old life except for this a fulfillment of peace within my heart, mind, and a freedom to process my thoughts and confidence of who I am now. The bonus benefit from the 60-day challenge is that all my buttons that the ex-spouse press no longer worked, and the words by text and phone calls that used to trigger thoughts or emotions in me had no power over me at all. All access to my thoughts, feelings, and emotions had been disabled completely. I strongly encourage and exhort you, our listeners, to reset your boundaries to secure your own personal healing. Guard access to your heart, mind, and soul. You too, our listeners, will experience a peace and fulfillment. Since then, I have put a cement seal on my new reset inner boundary as a lifestyle of security for my heart, mind, and spirit and emotions. Sounds like this worked after 60 days. I will be doing some inventory of my access points in my own personal life for sure. Keeping my grown children and grandchildren included in this important boundary conversation for an understanding. Of course, and adjustments to your situation for sure. Let's talk about the second boundary of trusted Christian family and friends. These were people in my life who knew about the personal struggles. These people are for love and support who stand in the gap for prayer. Well, when I was going through my healing journey, I quickly learned exactly about the friends whom we both knew as a couple, as to who remained my personal friends and who had sided with the ex-spouse. 
So why would I care about the friends that had sided with the ex-spouse? Well, now I was armed with new knowledge to reset the second boundary in my personal life as to the friends that I could still trust. Yes, sadly, I had to face the fact that some of the trusted friends whom I thought had my back ended up against me. But no worries, at least I knew the truth, and I did not remain blind. The third boundary of casual family and friends goes into this outer boundary in my life. With this whole process of resetting my inner, second, and third boundaries, I realized then I could have done this early on in my crashed and burned life. Then I would have been healed much sooner, because my personal peace would have returned to me much faster. But again, no regrets. I get to share with you, our listeners, through my long and painful journey to help you heal faster and get your peace back. The Bible teaches us that our position of peace is our position of power. So let's get our peace back and get in control of our personal lives. Now that I'm completely healed in my heart with joy, peace, and fulfillment, I'm ready to enjoy my life again. Thank you for sharing all this about the boundaries. Helps a lot in guarding our hearts, minds, and our lives. I really enjoyed this and received so much for myself to think and pray about. This is a tool that can be used in our everyday lives. Well, you are so welcome. And thank you for coming on the broadcast and sharing with our listeners. We believe this has been a very fulfilling time with you, our listeners, sharing the process steps of healing. Thank you so much to our listeners for joining us today. Please feel free to contact me or the ministry, Norma Johansson Ministries, with comments or questions regarding our study today. Send me a direct message on social media on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Or if you are in need of prayer, please call our ministry prayer line at 832-795-1009. Leave us your prayer request. You can also send us your prayer request at njministries at yahoo.com. We will pray for you. Join us again next week on the study series of the book, Overcome Heartbreak Because You Can. We will continue our study series in the last chapter of the book, Chapter 10, Love Again Because You Can. I will share with you, our listeners, the final stage of our healed hearts and thoughts. You, our listeners, do not have to go the long and hard road to healing. Take care now and see you back real soon. You've been listening to Overcome Heartbreak Because You Can, brought to you by Norma Johansson Ministries. You can get a copy of the book in hardback, paperback, Kindle, or audio on Amazon to follow along with the study series based on the book. If you're in need of prayer, please call our ministry prayer line at 832-795-1009. Leave us your prayer request. Join us again next Sunday at 2.30 p.m. here at FM 100.7 KKHT. Today's broadcast is sponsored by Blue Moon Laundry, a commercial washer-dryer equipment and services company with over 30 years of experience. Specializing in hotels, hospitals, school districts, laundromats, apartment complexes, and nursing homes servicing the Houston area and surrounding cities in Texas. Give them a call today to get your free quote at 281-723-1173. Today's broadcast is sponsored by Ephesians 320 Texas LLC. Ephesians 320 is an online business with products for family and friends. Over 12 years in business, Ephesians 320 provides many products for everyday living, from health products to children's toys. Visit the online store on Amazon now for an easy purchase and convenient delivery. If you'd like assistance with creating an account or placing your order, please call customer service at 1-866-216-1072.